For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Sacrifice of Thanksgiving. This is part two of the series. And we're coming not only with an attitude of thanksgiving and praise, but we are acknowledging him that he is sovereign. He's king of the universe. Not just, like I said, saying that he is and you believe that he is, but he's sovereign in your life. He's the king in your life. He's leading and guiding and directing your life. And because he is and because of who he is, then I can just sing about it. I can just praise him for it because he is who he is and he reigns over all. And so I can now kneel before Yahweh, our maker. Because then it says, for he is our Elohim and we are his people and we the people of his pasture and we are the sheep of his hand. So in other words, this Todah is coming with the understanding, the attitude that we his people. He's sovereign. He rules over all. And I'm his servant. And I'm the sheep of his pasture. And he's the good shepherd. And he takes care of me. He looks over my affairs. When someone wants to come and cause the, the sheep to go astray, no, you can't do it. Because I'm in Todah with my creator. I'm in thanksgiving and praise to my creator. I'm in his presence. He's taking care of me. He's God. He's king of the universe. And because he's God, king of the universe, I'm a sheep. And he takes care of me. Todah. I offer thanksgiving, praise, and joy unto him. That's the picture of the context of Todah. Now, let's see how this is further presented in the psalm. Psalm 116 in verse 12 says, What shall I render unto Yahweh for all of his benefits toward me? For who he is and what he's done for me? What can I do in response? That's the question. And the answer is, in verse 17, I will offer to you the sacrifice of Todah, and I will call upon your name. Well, what can I do for all the stuff that he's done for me? What's my response? Ah, I'm going to offer Todah. I'm going to offer thanksgiving. And so, now let's look at Psalm 100. Now, Psalm 100 is a psalm that most of us should be very familiar with. Make a joyful noise unto Yahweh, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with thanksgiving. Most of us are familiar with this. This is a very popular and famous psalm. But what I didn't know till I was studying this is before verse 1 in your King James Bible where it says a psalm of praise. You know what the word praise is? Todah. 
So we're being now told what Todah is, what the thanksgiving offering is, what we need to do to participate in it. And that's what the psalm's about. So this is what Todah is. This is what the thanksgiving offering is. Make a joyful noise unto Yahweh all ye land. So thanksgiving offering is your coming, making a joyful noise before him. And, verse 2, serve Yahweh with gladness. That's Todah. See, it's possible to serve him or believe in him and want him to lead, guide, and direct your life and you're pursuing him, but you're not doing it with gladness. You're up and down. Oh, I don't know what happened today. I don't know. I'm bummed out. I don't know what's going on. Oh, God help me today. So, I don't know. I'm not very encouraged today. I'm not very happy. You know, life's not going very well. That's not serving the Lord with gladness. And guess who's guilty of having that attitude? All of us. Every single one of us has lived our lives at one point or another having that thought process. Every one of us. And so, that's why it has to be a free will. That's why it has to be volunteering a free will because, you know, sometimes you don't feel like doing it. Sometimes your circumstances don't make you happy. So Todah is, he is who he is. He's sovereign. We are the sheep of his pasture. So therefore, because of who he is, he deserves me to come before him with a joyful noise, with singing, with praise, and because serving with gladness. So Todah is serving him with gladness. Come into his presence, that's Panim, with singing. See, if you want to have an intimate relationship with him, that's face-to-face into his presence, you have to do it with Todah. You have to do it with a joyful heart heart. You have to do it with singing. You have to do it of your own free will. And this is your service unto him. And so, verse 3, know that Yahweh, he is God. You know, that word know is yada. It means to know intimately. So, in other words, I cannot give a thanksgiving offering unless I know intimately that he is Elohim. What I mean by knowing that he's Elohim? That it's a reality in your mind that he is the king of the universe. He's sovereign. He's ruled Overall, he governs the affairs of men. He governs your life. He takes care of you and he provides for you. And that because you're in covenant relationship with him, then your enemies is his enemies. And if they attack you, they attack him. And because you're in thanksgiving offering to him and you're praising him, what does it say? In the presence of praise, there's confusion in the camp. The enemy flees. The enemy is defeated. And so it says, know that Yahweh is Elohim. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. You see, your attitude of Todah is you're not yourself. And you know, ultimately, I heard somebody give a definition of sin one time. Sin is self-pity. Sin is a focus on self and woe for self and sorrowful for self. All sin is about self. And so if we if we come and know that we are not ourselves, in other words, the reason why I have breath is because I'm to serve my creator. It has nothing to do with me. Life has nothing to do about me. And so therefore, how can I get upset about life when it has nothing to do about me? It's all about him and who he is. And he created me to serve him. And so the Todah is that attitude of who you are, who he is. And if you know who he is and know who you are in him, now you can come before him with praise and thanksgiving. And so it says in verse 4, Enter into his gates with Todah. You see that? Enter his gates with Todah, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. So Todah, a thanksgiving offering, is you are perpetually thankful unto him. And you know what? I don't care who you are. You can always be thankful for something. At minimum, you can be thankful that you breathe. He's the one that allows you to breathe. Just think of whatever benefit. Even if life isn't all that great to you, you can be thankful for something. And 
and he's the source of all good things. So a todah means you are in attitude of thanksgiving to your creator. I'm thanking him all the time for who he is and what he does. I'm in an attitude of thanksgiving. And because of that, I'm going to bless his name. I'm going to thank thank him for who he is. So now I want you to go back now and look at Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11. Now, since I've painted for you a picture of what todah is, the attitude, the background, in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11, it says, The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, and the voice of them that say... Praise Yahweh of hosts. He is good. His mercy endures forever. And to those that bring Todah into the house of Yahweh. So those who bring Todah, a thanksgiving offering to the house of Yahweh, who is his bride? Because the one that's doing it is proclaiming the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. So those who are bringing Todah into his house is able to say these words. Praise him, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. There, they say the words. The one who brings Todah says, praise him, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Now let's go back to Psalm 100. And now let's link Psalm 100 and everything that's associated with the thanksgiving offering, the Todah. And look what it says in verse 5. After it says in verse 4, enter into his gates with Todah, with thanksgiving. It says, verse 5, Yahweh is good and his mercy is everlasting. You see the thematic connection between Todah and he is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth to all generations. What's his truth following Torah. So we're to follow his Torah in the attitude of Todah, the Thanksgiving offering. Now, what I want to show you now is the connection between the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel, the wedding of the Messiah, and this Todah. We saw it in Jeremiah 33.11. It talked about the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride. So in talking about marriage, it mentions bringing this Todah, this Thanksgiving offering, into the house of Yahweh, and it says, I'm going to turn again the captivity of the land. Now, on an individual spiritual basis, we all go through trials and, and tribulations, all of us. None of us are without trials and tribulations. And so, when we go through trials and tribulations, our land is in captivity. When we go through trials and tribulations, our land is in captivity. And he's going to return the captivity of the land when we bring to him an offering, a Todah offering unto his house. That's how he defeats our battles for us. And so, now, Let's go to Jeremiah in chapter 30 and verse 7. It says, Alas, for that day is great. It's none like it. It's the time of Jacob's trouble. So we're establishing a time reference. We're speaking about Jacob's trouble. We're speaking about the tribulation. And now in verse 17 it says, I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, says Yahweh, because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion, which no man seeks after. And so he's saying, I'm going to restore health help you. What is that? The end of the exile. I will heal you of your wound. What's that? That's the exile. So the context is Jacob's trouble, the tribulation, and he's ending the exile of the 12 tribes of Israel. You see that? Now what is linked with that thought? Verses 18 and 19. Thus says Yahweh, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents and have mercy on his dwelling places. The city will be builded and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. So it's gathering the 12 tribes of Israel. Now let's look what's linked with that. Verse 19. And out of them, out of those who are part of the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel, out of them shall proceed Todah. Out of them shall proceed the thanksgiving offering. The ones who are offering this thanksgiving offering is Zion. The one that's offering this thanksgiving offering are those who are part of the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. So in Jeremiah 30 we see the connection to the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel.
Israel and those who are being gathered are offering this Todah. And we saw it in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11. He's restoring the captivity of the land and they're offering Todah unto him. So now we're going to look at Isaiah in chapter 51 and verse 3. It says, Yahweh will comfort Zion. Well, how is Zion comforted? By the end of the exile, by the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel. So we're talking about the comforting of Zion, the, the gathering and uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel. And then it says, end of verse 3, joy and gladness will be found therein, Todah and the voice of medley. You see that? The comforting of Zion is associated with Zion offering Todah. Joy, thanksgiving, and a voice of melody. You see the connection between the two. Now let's go to Psalm 147 and verse 2. It says, Yahweh builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. So what's the subject? Gathering the 12 tribes of Israel. What is linked with gathering the 12 tribes of Israel? Verse 7. Sing unto Yahweh with Todah. There we have it again. The gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel is singing to Yahweh with Todah. Sing praises upon the heart. Look. The gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel, those who are being gathered are offering Todah, and they're singing with a harp. What do we see in Revelation 15, verse 3? They're playing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb, and they're playing their harps. Now, let's continue and look at Psalm 107. Verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks unto Yahweh, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. You see that phrase? He's good and his mercy endures forever. Now, from our study, who's saying that phrase? They who are being gathered and those who are giving Todah. So it says give thanks unto Yahweh. He is good and his mercy endures forever. And then it says let the redeemed of Yahweh say so whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathers them out of the lands from the east and from the west from the north and the south. What's it talking about? It's talking about gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. Now what does it say about those who are gathered? They wandered in the wilderness and they found no city to dwell in. Why? Because the return of the land is going to be in the wilderness. It's not going to be in the cities. They're in the wilderness. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto Yahweh in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. He led them forth by the right way that they may go to a city of habitation. And then it goes on to say in verse 22, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of Todah and declare his works with rejoicing. You see, once again, the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel is a associated with those offering this Todah, this Thanksgiving offering. And so, in looking at these scriptures then, we're trying to paint a picture for you of what this Thanksgiving offering is. What's the context of it? How is it offered? How do you offer it? What's your attitude in offering it? And so, let's summarize the concepts that we've covered regarding Todah and what it means, what it means to offer it. We see in Second Chronicles chapter 33, verse 16, it was associated with repairing the altar. So, before Todah can be given, there must first be restoration. There must be repairing the altar. And your heart is your altar. That's where you offer praise unto Yahweh with your heart. So, you can't offer Todah with a wounded heart. There must be a repairing of the altar. There must be a repairing of the heart. And then, once the heart is being repaired, 2 Chronicles 29, 3 and 4, verses 25 to 29 and verse 31, you begin the process of consecration and sanctification 
sanctification, for the purpose of coming near in an intimate relationship with your Creator, Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 31. And part of this is about preparing yourself for Passover. And then, Psalm chapter 50, verse 23, we see that Todah is associated with a lifestyle. Leviticus 22, 29, it is a free will offering that must be offered ultimately every day. Next, Todah is associated with a peace offering, which is an offering for alliance and friendship. We see this in Leviticus chapter 7, verses 11 and 12. This Todah is to be offered to the rock of our salvation, who is Yeshua. Psalm 95, verses 1 and 2. Todah itself, to give you a picture, it's an extension of the hand, which is a form of worship. It's adoration. It's a choir of worshipers. It's a thanksgiving offering. Todah, this thanksgiving offering, is associated with the heart of those who are part of the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. And in not only coming before him with prayer, praise, singing, but we proclaim Yahweh is good and his mercy endures forever. So if Todah is associated with the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. Jeremiah 33, 11. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7, verses 17 through 19. Psalm 147, verses 2 through 7. Isaiah 51, verse 3. It's associating with proclaiming that Yahweh is good and his mercy endures forever. Jeremiah 33, 11. Second Chronicles chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. Psalm 100, verse 5. So let's look at Second Chronicles in chapter 5 and verses 13 and 14. It says, It came to pass that as the trumpeters and singers were at one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking Yahweh. When they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised Yahweh, saying, He is good and His mercy endures forever. Well, who says He's good and His mercy endures forever? Those who's offering Todah. Those who's coming before Him with thanksgiving and rejoicing. That look what happens. That the house was filled with the cloud, even the house of Yahweh. So the priest could not stand the minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of Yahweh filled the house. I want you to know what the result was with once the, they were singing and praising were one and they were in Todah that the cloud filled the house how are we to return to the land the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night and what is that cloud by day and the pillar of night associated with the manifestation of the glory of Yahweh so we see here that as we're offering Todah as they're offering Todah and as they're one that the cloud is present and the glory of Yahweh is present and this is thematically linked with Acts 2 and Pentecost and what happened there at Pentecost. So now, in continuing to summarize what we've already been learning, what Todah is, Todah, Thanksgiving offering, you need to understand the attitude of the one who's giving that Todah. That the attitude is he needs to see himself as he's coming into the presence of the Almighty. That is a face-to-face. And then the Almighty requires that if you're to come into his presence, that you must do so with singing a joyful noise in an attitude of kneeling and worshiping before him. That's Psalm 95 and Psalm 100. And that your attitude in singing and making a joyful noise is the realization that he is sovereign, that he rules over the affairs of men. Your enemies don't have the final word about things. He rules over the affairs of men. Todah has that attitude, that he's sovereign, he rules over all, and that he shows mercy to his people, who's has this relationship with him and that he defeats his enemies and that in his presence is praise, 
honor, glory, and worship. And that we have been teaching in Acts 15 about restoring the tabernacle of David. And I've been teaching that the restoration of the tabernacle of David is the restoration of the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel. That is true, but it's not just that. It is also a restoration of worship that comes with it because in First Chronicles, in chapter 15, David brings the Ark of Elohim to Jerusalem. Now, spiritually, who is the Ark? Yeshua is the Ark. So, the Ark being brought to Jerusalem is Yeshua gathering the exiles of Israel spiritually. When the Ark is brought to Jerusalem, when Yeshua sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives, it's in the context of gathering the 12 tribes of Israel. The Ark has come to Jerusalem when he gathers the 12 tribes of Israel. So, he's bringing the Ark to Jerusalem, and what he's doing is he's called forth the priests and the Levites, and in First Chronicles 15 and 16, that they then are offering prayer, praise, thanksgiving, glory, honor, and worship. And as I was doing this study, I thought to myself, why is it that the Bible calls David a man after God's own heart? Why did God love him so much? Because as you know, David committed some very famous sins, such of which committing some of the same sins that David did, you wouldn't be very well welcomed in most churches. So why was it that David called a man after his own heart? Because David understood Todah, and that heart is a heart of Todah. David wrote the Psalms. And the Psalms are all about praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh. So David understood Todah. And the thing that touches the Almighty more than anything else is Todah. That you come before him, you worship him and praise him for who he is. You give honor to his name. And that's what David's heart was. And that's what David wrote about in his Psalms. That's why God loved him so much. is because he understood this praise and worship and this Todah. So in finishing up this message, that if this praise and worship is associated with the end of days, the people of the God of Israel who are being gathered in the end of days, if it's associated with the bride of Messiah and the coming of Messiah for his bride, we should be able to see this in the book of Revelation. So we do. And it's constantly being repeated in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me and said come up hither I will show you that which must come after immediately I was in the spirit and behold a throne that was set in heaven and he sat on the throne so he's being shown what happens before the throne with our study do you have any idea what's going to be happening before the throne Todah and so we're going to see verses 8 through 11 and the four beasts had each of them six wings about them and they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night saying holy 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 Yahweh Elohim which is which was which is to come when they gave glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who lives forever and ever. The four and twenty-four elders fell down before him that sat on the throne, worshipped him that lived forever and ever, and they cast their crowns before the throne saying, You are worthy to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and for your pleasure they are and were created. Why is he worthy to receive glory and honor and power? Because he created all things. Who created all things? You Yeshua, John 1, 3, Colossians 1, 15 and 16. And now we go to Revelation chapter 5, verses 12 through 14, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. That's Todah. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits on the 
throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him that lived forever and ever. You know, because we misunderstand what the Shema is, there are some in the Hebrew Roots movement that says, we're not to worship Yeshua. Did you ever read the book of Revelation? Did you ever read Psalm 95? That we're to worship the rock of our salvation? Why is he to be worshipped? Because he is Yahweh. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 12. And after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject, The Sacrifice of Thanksgiving. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.